Welcome to track number 11 of Warnings of Purpose. Disloyalty of people who feel that the church is exacting. Now, turn with me to Luke chapter 19. Verse 12. Somebody should stand up and read it for us. Okay. Luke chapter 19, verse 12. So he said, A nobleman went to a distant country to receive a kingdom for himself and then to return. We are continuing. Verse 13. And he called ten of his slaves and gave them ten minas and said to them, do business with this. Is this an American Bible? Yes. Okay, read it. Read on. Oh, okay. Do. And he called ten of his slaves and gave them ten minutes and said to them, Do business with us until I come back. But his citizens hated him and sent a delegation after him saying, we do not want this man to reign over us. When he returned, after receiving the kingdom, he ordered that these slaves, to whom he had given the money, be called to him so that he might know what business they had done. The first appeared saying, Master, your mina has made ten minas more. And he said to him, Well done, good slave. Because you have been faithful in a very little thing, you are to be in authority over ten cities. The second came saying, Your mina master has made five minas. And he said to him also, And you are to be over five cities. Another came saying, Master, here is your mina, which I kept put away in a handkerchief. For I was afraid of you. Because you are an exacting man. You take up what you did not lay down. And reap what you did not sow. He said to him. By your own words. I will judge you. You worthless slave. Did you know. That I am an exacting man. Taking up what I did not lay down. And reaping what I did not sow. Then why did you not put my money in the bank? And having come, I would have collected it with interest. Then he said to the bystanders, Take the mina away from him. And give it to the one who had ten minas. And they said to him, Master, he has ten minas already. I tell you, that to everyone who has more shall be given. But from the one who does not have, even what he does have shall be taken away. 
But these enemies of mine, who did not want me to reign over them, bring them here and slay them in my presence. Here ends the reading of the word of God. Now, one of the aims and purposes of these loyal people is to make people see the leader as an exacting man and to make them see the church if there is not one man and maybe it's not a shuffling conference or the bishops or the institution as an exacting uh, institution. Now, I'm going to give you 32 meanings when you say somebody is an exacting person. Number one, it means that the person, its procedures, the it's, it's, you see the church and its procedures as being taxing. Taxing. Number two, it means you see the church and its activities and its procedures as grueling. 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 Number three, you see the leader as being difficult. Or you're a difficult man. <laughs> Number four, you see the church and its authority as being severe. Number five, as being hard. The authorities are too hard. Then the, number six, as have been seen the authorities as being overbearing. It means you see us as overbearing. Why do you see me as overbearing? Overbearing is like the person is difficult to endure his presence. What's your what? Usher Wudu. It's infanti. Usher Wudu. Usher Wudu. He wears on top of you. You wear him on top of you. You see, why should you see me as a difficult man? I'm going to tell you something that somebody told me last night. Yes. Number seven, you see the attitude of seeing the authorities as being high-handed. Number eight, as annoying, annoying. You see, I'm giving you the English meaning of that word exacting. Annoying. Why should we fill a form? Why should we come to homecoming? You are annoyed to come home? That is a problem. That is a problem. He is a very difficult man. How do you say it in, in, in gang or tree or whatever? His matter is hard. Esanewa. Knew what? Not some yet thing. Adding. Or yet zin. Or yet zin. It's a new That is how people talk about leader. It's a new His matter is hard. What is hard? How do you say it in Yoruba? Can somebody? Ojileju. Ojileju. Oti. Oti leju. 
lay his hand. Otileju. You see, in Africa we have a word. This, this, this thing that they told the guy, you see, is a, it's a worldwide attitude towards good leaders and leadership. It's, a, it's in Nigeria, it's in Fanti, it's in Ghana, there, there is an expression for it. It's a newa. I like the guy one best. It's a newa. Otileju. Otileju. Huh? You are always. Creolis. You are always. You are always. It means you are somewhere. You are always. You are always. He's an exacting man. Number 10. The bad attitude of seeing the church, its bishops, as being imperious. I-M-P-E-R-I-O-U-S. Imperious. Number 10. It means you see the person as unsparing. Unsparing. <laughs> they will not spare you. They will, if you like going to sit on that chair, they will not spare you. This shuffling. Number 11. As not being not easy. Number 12, the bad attitude of seeing the church, its leaders, its procedures as being easier said than done. It's easier said than done. It's easier to just say, do this than to actually do it. Do you understand? Well, when you when you're saying do this, say, it's easier said than done. Say, I should come to Amina. It's easier said than done. Just come to Amina. A binary spirit, I want to break my glasses. <laughs> Smash you in Jesus' name. Number 13. You see the man as cold. Cold. He has no feelings. He has no feelings. Hey, how many of you feel that I don't have feelings? Esanewa. Esanewa. Otileju. Nasemietin. Usually, it is, a, it is an indication that the person is a good leader. Yeah. Usually, when the person is not a good leader, they will say, Oh, are you humble? Oh, are you, are you humble? Huh? Are, you, are you peaceful? Uh, yes. It's a man of peace. But when they start to say, It's a Uh-huh. Do you think if your Sanewa, if your, you, you don't have a Sanewa, do you think you can have a hotel like this? To clear the ground, to weed the place, to make the light, to put on 
All these things are working. If your Sanewa is not what, you don't have a Sanewa. Number 16, they see the attitude of sin is church as 14, as harsh, harsh. Number 15, as strict. Number 16, cruel. Number 17, brutal. Number 18, stern. Number 19, relentless. Oh, open up. The guy is some way, I tell you. Harsh, brutal. <laughs> That's how they say in Ghana, the old man. You know our man. Stern, brutal, cruel, strict, harsh, relentless. He doesn't rest. We will be tired, but he will never close. He will never close. Relentless. Hey, this man. This man. This is how people talk. This is how people think. And as soon as you think like that, you don't bear fruit. You get disconnected. Your one mina would have given you at least one more mina and you would have had authority over a city. But because of a thought in your mind that this thing is exacting. This man is like this. This church is like this. The lighthouse is like this. Why should you do it this way? This is like this. It's harsh. It's brutal. It's relentless. It's wicked. It's too hard. It's a way of thinking. You will never, never be able to do it. Oh, you see, those of you who are not managers in the secular world, when you are part of the, the lower ranks, that is how you think. Lift your hand if what I'm saying is true. Is it not true? If you are a black man and are working for white people, that's how you think about them. He said, these white people, huh? Hey! Don't mind them. Oh, Tilejou, they don't understand anything. Hey, white people, they don't understand anything. Hey, these people, please, don't come here. Hey, they don't understand. They are like this. These people, this is, that's how we talk. And they, they are racist. Meanwhile, they are good leaders. That's why their country is the way it is. And I want you to look at the confusion. If you are not Osanewa in the church, the church will get spoiled. Otherwise, everything will get business, church, everything. You sit down and play with orangus. They have to see that Chale is not the type of person to joke with at all. You see, I've written about you in a book. If you like, do something. All my books, you see that. When you read, you say that this one, it must be me. It must be me. There is, a, there is a book coming. You will see different, different, different names. You will not know who they are. But when you look at ah, this must be this person. I should leave you. I'll leave you. Have you left my member? I told my brother-in-law, I said, that don't forget that my members are sitting in your church. You may be my, you may be my brother-in-law, Matt. Yeah. By false accusation. Yes. What are some of the things they accuse us about to take our members? 
We take two offerings. Huh? Is it an accusation? Don't be silly! If your Sunday is not wa, how can you uh, do well? Cannot lead people that are some way. Yesterday, yesterday, sit down, sit down. Yesterday, when I, when I, when I close. One of our pastors, he came along with me and he was telling me, he said, you know, yesterday, he said, this evening when you were preaching, he said, I remember something that my father told me. His father is about 80 or almost 90 years old. His father, a very rich, successful man. He said, many years ago, my father told me something. He said, when an experienced person is speaking, you would think that something is wrong with him. It's because he's very experienced. <laughs> wow. so that is all he said. He said, when you were speaking, I remembered what my father told me. <laughs> yeah. It's like, <laughs> he, he remembered, he said that. He said, my father told me. He said that when an experienced person is speaking, if you don't take care, you think that either he's wicked or he's off or there's something wrong with him. But it's because he's very experienced. He's experienced. That is why he's talking like that. Yeah. And he told me that one day visitors came to the house and his father told him that they should take the visitors to the back of the house. And he said, why? Why shouldn't all the visitors come inside? Inside. <laughs> yeah. And he said, no. He has seen so many things. Persecuted him for because he has this, he has this. Take them to the back of the house. <laughs> so it was the same that he, when an experienced person is talking, you, you would think that there's something wrong with him or he's a wicked person or something, but it is because he is experienced. <laughs> Take them to the back. <laughs> Take them to the back of the house. Yeah. It's a deep saying, I tell you. A deep saying. You never understand. He said, when you were preaching last night, at the point you were talking, I said, I understood you, pal. And I remember what my father said. When an experienced person is talking, you may think that he's gone off or he's twisting somewhere. There's something wrong. But it's because he's very experienced. <laughs> because experience doesn't go how principles go. Experience of life, it's not how you thought it would be when you were going 
to whatever. It goes in a different way. So when the experienced person is talking, it looks like he's kept. Now it's actually how things will be. Is it a powerful saying? I think you should write it down because uh, when an experienced person is talking, you may think that he's either mad or he has gone off a bit. That is because he's experienced. Yeah. Take them to the back of the house. <laughs> when, he, when he left, he came to see Bishop Saki and we said, we should, we should pray for him. He has had a vision. He's going to start. We said, we, said we, we don't pray for people anymore when they are leaving. We used to pray. But experience. You see, if I tell you, I won't pray for you. I don't pray for anybody who is leaving. You think I'm mad. You see, how many people have we prayed for? And bless them. And they go and they are now empowered to fight us. With that small prayer. It's in Rick Joyner's book. He said, don't bless by heart. If you bless a devil, it will prosper. Yeah. It's in Rick Joyner's book. I think the touch and the sword. Is it the touch and the sword? He said, if you bless a devil, it will prosper. Don't just lay hands on things and bless them. Bless a devil before you realize the devil is prospering. Number 20. You've seen the attitude of seeing the church and its procedures as rigid. Rigid. 21, as stringent. 22, as rigorous. Rigorous. Number 23, as unyielding. Bishop? Hmm. Number 24, as unremitting. Unremitting. Number 25, as uncompromising. Number 26, as merciless. Why should you see me as merciless? Or shuffling conference as merciless? When you come and sit on the red chair, you should give glory to God for such a good interrogation that has taken place and has exposed the realities. Instead of being annoyed, you should say, I will be back on this same red chair. You know, I like the attitude of some pastors once I, I had the opportunity of sacking them from the ministry. I had the opportunity of sacking them. But on the day that, when I say sack, I mean dismissal. Yeah, outright. And on the day that I dismissed them, I, I, they said, hello, what's happening? They said, one of them said, I will be back. I will be. I'm coming to work for God. Again. Yeah. He will. He said that the mistake that he has made, he will come back. He will do it. And today he is in it. Fully, 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 fully. Deeply. And I'm proud of them for that. I'm proud of them for that. Because they, they knew they had made a mistake or whatever it was. Not just a mistake, but it was not the, something, the right thing. Not anything moral or anything, but in other things. But they came back. 
Because they know that calling is very, very important. Amen. You don't, you don't have to say, see something as merciless. What is it? Two thousand and two thousand and seven shuffling. One of our missionaries uh, sat on the red chair, and uh, after the experience, he realized that he was not into the Makane at all, even though he thought he was. And he said to me outside, "That look, I'm going back, and I'm going to really go into the Makane and apply it." He came the following year, you know, and he said. I've gone into the thing. And the manifestation of it was that his church had now jumped. And as I was speaking, he's one of our best missionaries. Yeah. He came back to say, look, I went into the thing. Not only going to it, applied it. So when he got out of the red chair, just as the bishop is saying, he himself realized that, look, the thing is not as I thought it was. So instead of being angry, he rather positively accepted the assessment when but made the necessary correction, applied it, and now he's one of our best missionaries. So that must be your attitude of saying that the church is exacting. You rather have to ask, you have the attitude that I'll be back. I'll be back on this chair. Prepare it. Get a fresh chair. This color red is changing to black. Make it red. I'll be back here. And I'll smash that issue. Yeah, because I'm saying that, that these guys, they said, we'll be, I'll be back. Yeah. And they are fully back. Wow. Yeah, they just bounce right back. Yeah, that's the attitude. That's all that we want. And you too, when you are the leader, you will see. Because when you are the leader, you will see something under you is becoming something. You have to address it. What will you do? So if when you were an, uh, under, you could not be addressed, no one could speak to you, then what's going to happen when you are on top? So you see, it's so important to have a good attitude. You stand and say somebody is exacting. That word, when I saw it in the Bible, American Bible, exacting. Because you see, the King James says, thou art a hard man, an austere man. You know, it's a bit blind, because you, it's not a word that we use. So when they say exacting, I went to check exacting. These are the meaning of exacting. Unremitting, merciless, relentless, uh, 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 what? Brutal, severe, harsh. Number 27, inflexible. Inflexible. Ah. Hmm? Inflexible. What should you think of Bishop Interful as inflexible? I don't think your thoughts are good thoughts. It's inflexible. Number 28, indefatigable. Never gets tired. Number 29, pitiless. You see the person as pitiless. This man has no pity. 30, as being fussy. Fussy. She doesn't understand anything. How do you say it in fancy? Oh, okay. He doesn't understand. 
He doesn't understand anything. Bishop, he doesn't understand anything. Only full time. He only doesn't understand it. The only thing he understands is full time. You see now. You see that I understand more than full time. How many have realized that this come that I understand more than full time? Yeah. Understand more than full time. You, you, you have been cut off because of that word full time and you feel that anytime I see you, I'm thinking about that. And I feel that you have failed God. And I feel that you are not a good pastor. And I feel that you have disobeyed the will of God. Why are you thinking like that? It pains me. It also pains because it cuts me off from you. I see it always in the eyes of people. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm a bad son. Or I'm, I'm the one who is not doing well. Ooh. Pastor, yeah, I'll stand up. If I haven't had you, how can I have a ministry in New Zealand if I don't have you? If I don't have you, when have we paid you even $5 before? If I don't have somebody like this, how can I have a, a ministry in New Zealand? If I don't have him, how can I have him? And we are not paying him. He's going to do something wonderful. Look at Pastor Klufio. He did a great work in South Africa. Every day he used to travel 150 kilometers. 80, I think 80 this way, 80 this way. 160 kilometers every single day to do the church. As a lay person. What has he done that is bad? What has he done? You will go to heaven and see these people as mighty heroes. Today he has come into full-time ministry as an elderly brother. Do you understand? He's in his 40s now. But he says he's coming. He's now a missionary in Ethiopia. He's now in Ethiopia. He's there starting with, even though there were thousands of members in South Africa, he's with just a few people in Ethiopia starting from zero. That's why I said that if you really, it is full-time ministry that will come so that we go through normally. <sighs> yeah. There's no shortcut. There's no shortcut to anything. Can you imagine if Pastor Clufio got up and said, he's taking over the South Africa because he has suffered there. And he's, not, he's going nowhere. Because as he's here, why should he sow and not reap? Who is Pastor Jacob to come to South Africa to reap what he has sown? And that's a stupid question. What is Pastor Jacob reaping there? Nobody. Then what should Pastor Kingsley do who went to start the church? I mean, you are spoiling. You see, as soon as you start this thing, there's confusion. Because somebody is possessing something that does not belong to any particular person. We are custodians of what God has given to us. And God didn't give it to only me. God gave it to all of us. I hope it's getting clearer. Tell your neighbor, tell your neighbor, clarity, smashing, fighting, responding. We are learning it. Amen. Warnings. Thirty-one. The bad attitude of seeing the church is bishops as being fastidious. And the last one, as difficult to please. Difficult to please. From today, I want you rather, amen, amen. to see all the things of the ministry as 
wonderful. You know, my wife, from the time that I got to know her, my wife is a storyteller. She tells me all the stories of her family. As she began to speak about her father and her life that she has experienced, I grew more attracted to her father. And I realized that many of their children, because there were a lot of them, rather saw their father as a difficult man. Fastidious, pitiless, merciless, unforgiving, not easy, difficult to please. Pastor Jude, come. Is it true or is it not true? Uh, come, come, come. As children, how do you think you saw your father? Well, I saw him as a very strict, hard man. Strict, hard man? Why? Because of um, the, the, his principles, his discipline, and his inflexibility. <laughs> why do you say that he what sort of thing did he make you do that you oh for example you take us to a building site at a very early age and let us get involved in the building work like, like how, how or like you know carrying the blocks like Libras. <laughs> a rich man, a rich man's children. And he made I, you carry blocks. Yeah, I started building at the age of nine. <laughs> mixing, I mean, concrete and all that. Mixing concrete. No, not physically mixing it, but he showed me how the thing is done and how, you know, and then also, like when we come on vacation, you make sure that he will, he will give you a job. Either at a shop or somewhere. To give you a job? A job, yeah. Like what? What kind of job? Like tally cards, like um, storekeeper. (laughs) 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 Like holidays. You've come on holidays. Holidays, yes. Long back. Long back. Yeah. Were you paid? Yes, we were given an allowance. Yeah, we were paid. What about in London? Were you, were you, did you go on holiday or you were I working? Mean, when we go to London, he leaves us there and he comes that we should survive. <laughs> so what kind of jobs were you doing there? Oh, any type of construction job, pizza job. Construction like how? Whatever. Oh, when they, when they started building the Docklands, we were doing some work there. <laughs> no, as, as uh, laborers. <laughs> you have been trained in Takrade as laborers and you came to continue. Yes. And today, what, what work do you do? Um, well, 
how do I describe it? I mean, in, in infrastructure investments. What is that? We, we, we don't know what. Is. Okay, we, we, we build infrastructure like railways, um, office buildings related to the railways, bridges, under bridges, over bridges, and any infrastructure that got to do with. Yeah, for the, no, for the railway mainly. That's what we do. And you are a what? What is your profession? I'm an architect. Wow. So, your mother's children, how many architects? Two architects. And the other three are what? Lawyers. Three lawyers and two architects. You were all sent as laborers. Laborers. Laborers, workers, whatever. So, when I attended the birthday of their father, instead of hearing glowing praises to, about the fathers, how he has brought them up, I could feel the innuendos of how we suffered in this house. This was, this was the feeling I was getting. It's like we suffered here with the hammer, but anyway, we thank God. Anyway, we thank God. Anyway, we thank God. Your mother had five children. Three are lawyers, two are architects. Four of them are pastors. And one is a very successful businessman. Yeah. And my wife also baking early morning. I think that's why she likes to sleep in the, early in the morning because of those days. You know, baking. <laughs> but you see, but I began to admire him. Lighthouse Chapel should be grateful for that man. In, yeah, in, you know, in, because he also became like a father to me. I look at him and say, he doesn't owe money. Oh, I'm wrong. No, he doesn't owe money. He doesn't owe. He, my, wife would tell him, my wife would tell me that when the children are, at times, do they used to take you to school in a tipper truck? Yes. When they are going to drop you in school. When they are going to drop, when they are coming to pick us and the car is not ready, you send a tipper truck. <laughs> so, you go, you go into the tipper truck. Yes. Now, when I was listening to these things that my wife was telling me, I mean, not that in one day, but generally you hear it along the, as the years go by. She used to say that people, like sometimes your neighbors and others, will be having flashing cars moving around and so on. And what does your what would your father say about that? He always made us use old cars. He said, when they spoil, we know how to repair them. <laughs> But 
what comments will he make about all those other flashy cars that are driving? Do you, do you know what comment he made about that? Well, he always told us that we should not be jealous of those cars because we will buy more. But we should. And, and my wife and my wife said that he said that all those are loans. Said that all those are loans. Don't be jealous of it. They are loans. That's why I'm not jealous of anybody's mortgage. When you have a mortgage, I'm not jealous of you. Yeah, because I, it's nothing to me. Yeah, I'm not jealous of your loan. <laughs> Maybe I'll be jealous of your house when it's not a, a loan. But if it's a mortgage, how can I be jealous of a, of a mortgage? Lighthouse should be thankful to that old man. In fact, he is the one who said, when an experienced person is talking, he's the one who said, when an experienced person, you may think that he's not normal or he's mad. And it's because he's very experienced. And my, 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 he, he, this same father-in-law, he said, he said, there is nothing in this world I have not seen one before. There is nothing I have not seen before. He has seen everything before. When I had these are loans, I got the inspiration. Loans are bad. <coughs> don't get loans. So from then, don't look. And I also noticed from up till now, he's always building something. Since I've known him, he has been building something. In his old age, seventies, eighties, building, 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 always. And you started at the age of what? Nine. <laughs> so I said, if you build, you will be rich. So, you see, I learned it from somewhere. But then you say, oh, it's Saniwa. Utileju. Inflexible. And when the sons were giving testimony, he made us carry concrete up ten floors. We carry concrete up and down in London. Instead of being given pounds to just enjoy. That is what has made them, you see, successful, hard witnesses. You don't know. It's, it's rather the thing that made you. And today, people bring up their children without all those things. They say, the child is now different. The reason why my wife can cook is because her mother made her cook. They cook all the time. And they would taste and correct your food. It's not nice. This and this and that. Some of you can't cook because your mother didn't do that for you. She just cooked and cooked and cooked all the time and she never involved you. So you, today you don't know how to cook. It's only that your husband, he he's just tolerating what you are doing all the time. But you don't know how to cook. They ask what are you going to do? So I'm grilling some chicken. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. It's nothing. Onion stew. You're making onion stew. <laughs> so I'm just telling you, those of you. Don't talk about white people like that. Those of you who work. Rather see what they do that is good. Because you cannot learn from someone you criticize. 
perhaps I have learned more from somebody's father than they have learned. Because I started to see with admiration. Admiration. When Bishop Saki's wife died, even at the graveside, I went to see him. And I asked him, what should we do now? Because his wife has died before. He had his wife. His wife died. He has seen everything before. And I asked him, and he told me what to do. He told me, he said, do this. This is what happened. And I asked him, what about this? He said, this and then he told me clearly. And it is true. When an experienced person is talking, you may think that there is something, but it is because he's experienced. At the great time, I went to him and I asked him, so what should we do? What should Bishop Saki do? What should he do next? What is going to happen? He said everything. Everything true. Because it goes by experience, not by what ideas you have. He told me what, he told us what we should do. He has seen all before. Somebody was in a car with his wife. He had an accident. His wife died and he's alive. He has seen it before. Have you seen one before? So when an experienced person is speaking, you think there's something wrong with him. Or he's because of something, saying something. But it's because he's experienced. So please, I beg you, let us all, just like we are learning what is a good leader, let us now stop seeing people as exacting when they are good leaders. Because to me, this man is a good trainer of children. Do you think so now? I think so, Bishop. Uh, you didn't used to think so? No, I didn't used to think so. You didn't used to like him, isn't it? Yeah, I thought it was too hard. In fact, I don't know whether it was his 70th birthday. As I sat, the children were giving speech. I was offended in my spirit all the time. All, all the children. <laughs> yeah, you know, we suffered. Anyway, you know, it's like we've come to tell you that we suffered. But rather, I look at all of them. You have been able to bring up 13 children. All of them are somewhere doing something. You watch your, ch- your child. Pray that your child will not become a homosexual. Pray hard. Yeah. A vagabond. Pray. And rather learn from what the person you are saying is hard. Rather open your heart and see and admire. You cannot learn from somebody you criticize. That's why if you are in this and you criticize me, you will not learn from the things that I'm doing. You won't, because you can't learn from somebody you hate. That is why poor people work for rich people for a long time and never get anything from the rich people that they work for for years. They work for them for years. They never benefit from the wisdom or the knowledge or anything from that rich person. They don't get anything from it. Those of you who work abroad and so on, sometimes you wonder, why is it that our presidents and people, they have all lived abroad before. They've all worked abroad before. They've all been to school abroad before. But they don't seem to have taken some of those principles and brought them to Ghana. A few of them seem to have, like this man who built this hotel, he was living in America for years. He has come to do things here. A few of them seem to be able to transpose the principles. And many times it's because we don't see in an admiring eye. That's why I say that people have been following, but they have not followed it because of the way food has said, Hey! Let us rather listen to Mike Medoc or 
T.D. Jakes or, or, or some other uh, a person who may rather give us certain encouragement and wisdom keys. Thank you, brother. Clap for uh, the son who saw his father as an exacting. If your father was not how you would you be standing here today? No. How many points do you have? Number four, the dis- purpose of disloyal people is to take a shortcut. Then came to him the mother of the Zebedee's children with her sons, worshipping him and desiring a certain thing of him. And he said unto her, What wilt thou? And she said unto him, Grant that these my two sons, may sit one on thy right hand and the other on thy left in thy kingdom. (laughs) Mrs. Zebedee. And Jesus answered and said, you don't know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I shall drink of and to be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? And they said unto him, we are able. And he said unto them, you shall drink indeed of my cup and be baptized. But to sit on my right hand and on my left, it is not mine to give. It shall be given to them for whom it is prepared of my father. Suddenly you want to be on the right and on the left. But Jesus asked, can you drink the cup? You must drink a particular cup before you can sit on the right or the left. And can you be baptized with that baptism? You must be baptized with that baptism. And then even after you have drunk the cup, and after you have been baptized, it's still not guaranteed that you'll be on the right and on the left. It has been for those who it has been chosen for by God. It been after that. So you see that in the ministry, there is no short way to anything. Can you be baptized When I went to Korea, one evening we were having dinner with all the dignitaries. And when you go for dinner, there are several round tables and you sit anywhere you want. Except Dr. Cho's table, they will, choose, they will call you to, to come there. So I was sitting on another table with um, Kong Hee and uh, Jong Cho's successor. So he was on my left and Kong Hee was on my right. So as I started, I decided to talk to Jong Cho's successor, the one who had come to take over the church. And I asked him, what is the quality, qualification for which Dr. Cho gave you this church? And he said, I don't know, but Dr. Cho has moved me and my family seven times. 
up and down. Go here, come here, go here, come here. And he said, I've been in the church since I was a child. Since I was a child, I've been in this church. Never been anywhere. There are some children who never vary. And he said, I've been since I was a child. And the quality, he says, go here, come here, go. That is the quality. Can you be baptized into that quality? Today, go here. What about if your wife says, where are we going again? Missionaries to Zwedru, come. Come. You see, the reason why I say Zwedru says Liberia is because she used to live in Liberia. This one, she was in Liberia during the war. Come, my dear. And where's the other missionary to Liberia? Come. Not Swedu, Zwedru. Look at this beautiful couple. I'm sending them to Liberia, but they won't go. They are there for... Don't look at me as if you, you go. If you go, say you go, then you take it seriously. Pardon? We are thinking about it. Okay. It's a nice answer. It's a good answer. Since I cannot send them to Zwedru, they lack something. They lack something. They lack the flexibility. Some, I mean, would agree that there's something they don't have. That's somebody that I can send has. They can't be, you can't send them. You, you, you can't. You can't move them. You can't transfer them. Hey. Meanwhile, if they were working for UNHCR, they said, go to Angola. They will go. On mission. Rwanda. Doris went to Angola, Kenya, all sorts of places. They go and live there two years. They go, they go. Mission. My sister, you did not go on mission. Come, come here, come, come. This is, uh, uh, where are you now? Sherelumba, where are the missions you've been to? I went to Sudan. I went to Nepal. Nepal? Briefly, yeah. You didn't say you won't go. <laughs> no, Bishop. Because of your husband and your children? Um, I, I actually went there briefly for, to just do some recruitment and return. And then you went to Sudan? Yeah. Where the war is? Yes, Bishop. So are you still working for the UN? Yes, Bishop. Wow, she continues to work for the UN. But if you say you wouldn't go, do you think you'll still be there? Mm. No, I won't be there because they are sending me. Yeah, that's what they need you to do. You need to go to Nepal. Whether you have a child or you have a husband or whatever, to hell with your husband, to hell with your child. Go to Nepal. Go to Sudan. You don't can't go. We don't need you in the UN. So it is a great quality to have. It's a great baptism to have. There is no shortcut. Lay pastors, I am sharing this with you, not to put you down, but to raise your admiration for somebody who has yielded himself to something like that. You should. This is what I used to tell Dr. Nosh and Dr. Kojo and others. As a doctor, you are doctors, I'm just like you. I have been able to do what I'm doing. So I want you to support me and get others to support me. 
Because it's something that you yourself should realize that somehow you don't have the, either the gift or the boldness or I don't know what it is to do it. But somebody is doing it. So why don't you organize to help the person? So all I'm saying is that lay pastors, maybe you are not be able to go. You cannot go to Zwedru. Maybe it's not your calling at all. Maybe it's not your gift or whatever. Do you understand? It, it doesn't mean that you are evil at all. In fact, you'll be surprised to find that in heaven that like, if you take even, I'll just give my own example, like Imaru, stand up. Imaru used to work in the office in uh, Accra. He was one of, the, one of the first administrators that we ever had. One day I told him that I need you to go to Geneva. I prefer you to be in Geneva than to work in the office here. That is why he is there. He is there because I asked him to be there. And I hope I can still move him from there if I need him. Are things different now? But it is preferred if you ask me a choice. And I'll prefer you to be, and I'm sure that even God may prefer some of you to rather be in Geneva than to be in Zwedru. Or he may prefer you to be here rather than to be there. It's God who knows. You understand? That's the reality. It's, it's a fact. God may prefer Jimmy to be in, in, in Geneva rather than in Congo. <laughs> but what, what, I'm, what I'm trying for you to see is that when somebody has, got, has not got the ability to be sent somewhere, he lacks something. And he lacks the ability to be an employee in that organization. If you don't have it, for whatever reason, admire. I'm trying to make you admire a lot of things at this camp. Don't criticize the exacting man. Don't criticize the full-time person. Advice. Oh, it's a blessing. A fellow brother can just send you here. Go here. Go. Even Big Daddy. Big Daddy is in Ghana. Come, Big Daddy. When he came into full-time ministry, I sent him to uh, where? To Kenya. Yeah. He told his wife, we are going to Kenya. Years ago, as you see him in Ghana, he has already been to Kenya mission and camp. He said, Baba, his father, who is now dead, his father uh, uh, acknowledged whatever, said farewell. He went to Swedru to do a party. Who had a party for you? Your fa- his father had a party for him. Everything farewell. Just as he was about to take off, I said, don't go again. I mean, because he, I, I changed my mind. It wasn't a plan. It just what happened. And, and as far as I'm concerned, he's gone. Hasn't he gone? He's gone. Because he, he was leaving. That's your father and I've done farewell parties. You have been to Swedru to go and say bye-bye to your wife, parents and everything. You're just about to leave. Just as you're about to leave, I felt the Lord said you shouldn't go or whatever. And I said, Charlie, change of plan, change of plan. Isn't it? I was, you were on Temaho 1 or I was... I was about to tear off on Temaho 1 and I called you. Don't go. I've already said bye-bye. I've already said farewell to my father. I've said this. They've had even a party for me. I said, it's okay. Just enjoy the party. You are not going anymore. <laughs> so what I'm saying is that he has a quality that you, you have to respect. Are you respecting it? Are you admiring it? 
So I want lay pastors to be congratulating full time. I think some lay pastors can be congratulating some full time. Oh, it's, it's, it's. Bishop Saki is even asking for an offering. Bishop Saki is asking for an offering. Oh, I, I, ah, Charlie. Handshake without offerings. There's no offering in the handshake. Bishop Saki is charging 20 pounds for handshake now. Congratulate them. Congratulate them. Congratulate them. Congratulate them. Congratulate them. Don't criticize them. Don't be afraid of them. Don't think bad thoughts. Yeah, don't think bad thoughts. You start admiring. Huh? Should be admiring. Is it not powerful? Seconds. Let them see that, Charlie. Over modern, over modern. Instead of saying Esanewa, Esanewa, Otileju, Otileju. Huh? Okay, okay, okay. Go back, go back to your seat. You want to shake hands? But your handshakes are all empty, empty hands. What shall we do about these hands? Huh? It's powerful. It's powerful. Give me. Are you congratulating me? Yes. I want your congratulations. Lay pastors, I want to feel you are congratulating us for being flexible and available to do something. Admire it and pray for mercy. Obamode, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Find those who are in full time ministry. Thank you, thank you. Congratulations to Amen. You are blessed. 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 Yes. We thank the Lord. We thank the Lord. We thank the Lord. We thank the Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Oh! I've received some in the high circle. Shake then something entered my path. Glory to God. Who is my accountant? Yeah. Oh, God bless you. Please sit down, all of you. You are blessed, divine. Congratulations. Congratulations for congratulating us. 
It means your heart has now changed completely. Your heart is full of love, appreciation for leadership, for full-time ministry. Oh, is it a powerful thing? Is it a powerful thing? Yes. God bless. Amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. God bless you. Okay, 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 okay. Number six. Number six. Please, my missionaries. You will not congratulate me. Huh? You are blessed. Now, how many are not going to try to sit on the right and the left without passing through the baptisms and caps and other things that are necessary? Number five. The next aim of a disloyal person is to rob us of our young and innocent ones. Our young members who don't understand much, eh? Because, because, please, are you ready with relentless? We, we, we can't watch it in the day, but in the night. You are ready? Okay. Listen. You want to rob us of our innocent, that is why the innocent members, when they leave the church and they say, shall we share the grace? They say the grace of our Lord, Jesus Christ, the love of God, communion, fellowship, contribution, participation, all the Holy Ghost. They are innocent. That is all that they have ever known. And you are taking our young ones. Now, when you watch that film, you will see that it is the young ones you can catch. You cannot easily get a mature buffalo. You cannot get Bishop in careful. With something like that. When you see the film, you will see when you chase the buffalo, the grown-up will turn around and face the lions. And, and face them off squarely. The buffalo is one of the fiercest, dangerous animals to meet. You see, some of you, you are so mature, this thing cannot work on you. It's nonsense. It can never work on you. You, you know, you smash it straight. You say, my God, damn fool, you just smash them and get out of my sight. Stupid. I, I know more than this. You see, that is why when an antelope gives birth, it starts walking immediately. You see, you, you took nine months to stand. One whole year before you were walking. But an antelope, when you see they stand like that, they give birth. They stand and they give birth. The thing drops to the ground. The mother turns around to look at it. It starts, it starts to shoot them. It stands immediately. Wobbling like that. Then it stands. Because you need to run. Because there are people that are looking for the young ones. And that is why 
from now we are going to train our young ones to work on day one. Day one, day one, day one training. Day one training. We are not going to wait for a long time to train them in understanding the word of God and loyalty and certain things. Day one, you start to work. Then you start to then you start to run. You see it in the film. If you like, don't run. Because it, it is, it is their sheep. They are supposed to walk immediately. Otherwise, you are going down. Most of the young ones are taken up by the lions. A few survive, but they become more and more and more. So, an aim of a disturbance is to rob us of our young ones. Shalebro semende predilo somani. Insanity has made people want to steal our young ones. That we will respond. And one of the responses says, I will meet them as a bear that is bereaved of her whelps. And I will rend the call of their hearts. I will remove their hearts. And there will I devour them like a lion. And the wild beast shall tear them. I'll meet them like a bear that is robbed of her whelps. You will meet us as a bear that has been robbed. That's why I said that, Mr. Danisoa, listen to me. You have taken my shepherds, my pastors, some of the pastors are there. You have gone away with the sheep. I'll meet you like a bear that is robbed of her wealth. What other response do you expect? Uh, Let me tell you, wherever the church is located, it may be far away, it's our church. Because we know every church. We we, we are interested in every members. We love all of them. (laughs) We are going for more, 10,000 more churches. The next one, the aim of a destroyer is kidnapping. 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 Kidnapping is the crime of abducting or taking away someone by force. To kidnap someone is to take them away illegally and usually to hold them prisoner in order to demand something from their family, employer, or government. It's the definition of kidnapping. To take away somebody illegally. If you come to my house to visit me, when you are going, you take one of my children away. And you say that, oh, but you have four. But you have four children. 
What are we going to do to this kind of person? You have to smash them. You are telling me that I have 40, but I shouldn't even talk about it. My brother-in-law, who went to the church, he said, but you have 1,200 churches. Why don't you leave this one for me? That's what he told me. He said, well, you have 1,200. I said, how do you know we have 1,200? It's on the internet. So we have been checking the internet. And I said, you said, you have 1,200. Why don't you leave Switzerland for me? When, when you come to visit me, you are going out of my house. I have my children. One, two, three, four. Who told you I don't like the last one? <laughs> I cannot even understand the logic that you are talking about. I, I cannot even understand what you are saying. I can't even. I, I mean, I, I, I don't want. Should I even even think? Is it not insanity? Are you not crazy? Are you not a fool? Are you not crazy? When you are leaving the house, you have taken my child, and you say I have four. And you have left me with three. Hey! He said to me, you have 1,200 churches. Why don't you leave this one in Switzerland for me? What do you, what do you, what do you, what do you do? Eh? We will search for the one. Ninety-nine. There's ninety-nine. We have ninety-nine, but the one. The one. Charlie, we submit you like a bear. A bear. A bear that is robbed of her whelps. When a bear goes out hunting, and when he comes back and he sees that his children have been eaten. Hey! I watched a National Geographic. Two guys went to film a bear. All of them died. Two guys, they went to film a bear. National Geographic. None of them came back. Never joke with a bear. They will re- they move your heart. They will, they will do like this and take out your heart like that with their with the paws. One day I went to a certain house, a relative. He had a dog called Tacha. After Margaret Thatcher, it was a female, a female Alsatian. Look, when the, when, one day we came to the house, and Thatcher had given birth. Nobody could pass, and, and he had given birth inside the garage. They couldn't open the garage again. Nobody could go because there is a certain ferocity. That comes upon somebody who has given birth to some. You cannot say that you gave birth to some last year. You have last year's own and the year before's own. So this one, you should leave it. Leave it for us. Leave it for us. Are you out of your mind? Are you? Are you? Are you? Are you? I don't even know the disease that I have to ascribe to you. He said it to me, you have 1,200 churches. So why don't you leave this one in Zurich for me? I don't know 
whether there are any smashes here that we could smash this kind of nonsense. Listen, if, if, eh, if you are the child who has been robbed, and I have an attitude, and I say, let them take Will you be happy? Will you be happy? So, it's a bad child. It's limping. The leg is uh, not good. Let him take that child. Will you not be angry with your father? Your father didn't uh, uh, value you. He said, let, let them take it. Let him take it. After all, I have three. I have three. You have 98 churches in Accra. Why don't you leave one for Danisoa? You must be smashed. Look, how many realize that it's like madness? But you see, when they are doing it, you don't even, it looks as if, you know, we are also called by God and we are like, you ask yourself that, ah, these are my children. And I have even kept my children in different areas. Like right now, as I'm standing, so, but if they are your children, they will all be with you. Right now, I have one of my children is in, an, in one country, one is in another country, one is in the bodies. I have only one of them left in the house. But they are all my children. If something happens, then they will even call me from there. But they are all my children. So I can't say, oh, that one, oh, she already, she had a bad attitude, so it, if you can, you can have it, you, you can leave it. Hey! That's why our attitude is now a little different. How many realize that the attitude has to be different? We shall not leave even one branch like this. And even one member, just even single one like this, we will not leave it for you. My Paula, you know, you say that you are, I have three children, so you are taking Paula. I don't understand what you are saying. Do you know what I did to be able to have Paula? Oh, I suffered to have this child. Were you in the labor ward with me when they were operating on my wife and pulling out that child? The, the child that will come to me and hug me. The child that likes me. You said I have three. I should leave that one. The child like me. Before those children used to clap. Our church members, they clap for me. They like me. They love me. Now you are taking them away. So they, what, what do I do? They love me. I also like them. children. 
Recently, one of our sisters, she has a child, and she gave birth, and the child died. And she called. Or I called, she called, I called. When I said, I said, hello. No answer. Only crying. Crying, 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 crying. You see, it's if you don't understand that you will say, ah, but you have one. You have one, so what? what, 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 what. <laughs> you have one, so, so what? Let, let you be sitting here. Let me tell you. You be sitting here. Then put your phone. And then your phone text come. Your, your daughter, your son, whatever, has just died in an accident. You'll you be sitting here. It's now no more. It's now no more. And you just imagine it. So, but you're, you're, and your sister says, oh, but I have three. I have to. Uh, two. I have two. <laughs> I have two, two, two spare. That's why I have two. So I have one. one. I have two. One, one. What response do you expect from me? Bishop, you must walk in love. <laughs> Bishop, you must take your time. <laughs> Bishop, Osaniwa, Osaniwa. Otileju, too much. Too much Otileju. Cry, my sister, cry. Because you have lost something. So cry on. When you finish crying, we'll think of the future. But you are allowed to cry. Because even if you have one, and you have lost one, if you are a woman, you will understand. And even if you are a hard man, you will even appreciate it. Eesh. Yes, one citizen. Yes, to go and rescue one person. Black Hawk Down is an example of that one person. That's their policy. We don't leave anybody behind. Don't leave anybody. We carry you back home with us. Being the dead, for dead or alive, we are going back home with you. You are saying that you have thousand two hundred. So leave the, the one as Sukura for us. We are we are not leaving anything for you. We'll fight you. We will do a catch up. It was one of the most ferocious, scary animals in that house. No one could pass around. I said, why? I said, Tacha has given They can't even open the gate of the house. Because Tacha has given birth. Why? Because we have given birth to churches, members, shepherds, pastors, this and that. Yes, we were not like that before. When we gave birth, then we changed. You say, you have changed, I have changed. I have changed. I have changed. Maybe my brother-in-law, you may be my brother in jurisprudence. My brother in court, whatever. Examinamina, <laughs> 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 
going to do something. So I got out of the chair and then I went to another section of the office. And this great man of God, he, he sat there and he just looked at the office and the environment. And then he made a statement so profound that it must be recorded. <laughs> uh, Dr. Go, you were there. T- tell us what happened. You see, when we say that, when we say that, the, you can use this here. When we say that the grievous wolf has come to eat the sheep, not sparing any of the meat. So, doctor, what happened? <laughs> so, uh, in the meeting, this, this man of God was there with his assistant pastors and very important members of his church. They had come to visit Bishop were meeting, and Bishop got up to do something. We have been discussing church work and branches and all the things, pastors. So when he left, he just when when Bishop left the office, he was we were all quiet because he's a very senior person. I mean, nobody could chat with him. I mean, I couldn't. <laughs> the place was quiet. Then he all I heard was a sound. On the th- he was just hitting his left hand on, the, on his thigh. About five times. Then he looked at the ceiling with his assistant pastors there. said, said, <laughs> What 
does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? It means that these people have done something very bad to me. Oh, why am I dear? Uncle Foy, I am Uncle Foy. These people. I don't know which the people, who the people are. <laughs> but these people have done something very bad <laughs> to me. That is, there's a pot of soup. I'm sure it was thinking of a Ben Nam is meat or fish. Uh, every good soup must have different types of fish. Like, like a zoo. But sometimes there are also bones in the soup for flavor. flavor. <laughs> so these people have taken all the meat in the soup. All the meat, and they have left him with only the bones. What is dompe? Dompe is bones. Normally, we use dompe for the hard bones, the big ones, the fat bones. You can't even chew. They are just in the soup, just for fellowship. <laughs> so, I mean, so he said. But, but this was after the five taps. One, two, three, four, five. Then there's a little shaking of the head and looking up the ceiling. And he kept crying. And after that, did he say anything? No, no, no. Did he say anything? I froze. Say, Bishop should come back here. Something. No other comments. There was the place was quiet. All the pastors, his own assistant pastors, some of whom were, were being bishops. I don't know who they But they were all quiet. They were all looking straight. I looked at this them. man of God once told me I would have had 50,000 members if it was not for disloyalty. One person will start a church just near his church. Another person will break away. They will say this, he's this, he's like this, he's that. All over the city. And they are taking the member. They will go and talk to this one. Is the owner of this boutique. They will go and visit the person. This one is the member of this. He will go and talk. They have gone and taken all the meat and left. Just unemployed members, students, students. other. No, if you are a student, you are not a don't pay. You are a future. Future, future meat. So now what the people he has is that his last hope. The people he has are his last hope now. Really? Last so recently you saw this man and he said he made another comment yeah, I was I, I saw him somewhere <laughs> I saw him somewhere and I was with his people young church and the pastors in the church and he came to the room I was teaching and he came to the room and he told them he asked ah, why are the rest 
And they said, oh, some of them had a meeting somewhere. I said, no, 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 no. I'm not happy with this at all. Everybody must be here. You people, you are my last hope. <laughs> so I, I, just, I just stood back to observe what was going on. You people, you are my last hope. You are my last. I don't want anyone to joke with this. I'm surrounded by orangus. <laughs> and I've just told somebody that he should dissolve the Bible school. Because it is breeding orangus. Then he turned to me. It's breeding orangus. Orangus. So I don't want, and I'm very happy with you guys. You are a banker. You work in the bank. You are an electrical engineer. You are something. So, so, so you guys, and I want you to continue with your work in the bank and so on. Because when you work in the bank and you are also working in the church, your eyes will not be on the tides. <laughs> to dissolve the Bible school. Your course, you, yes. so, so, he said, you must have, um, I want you guys to be here next week because I'll be here. And he turned to me and said, by the way, um, how many more weeks do you have? I said, oh, we've done about so many months. So, I've got about four weeks. But I said, four weeks? Four weeks? No! Three more months! <laughs> convention. After that, he told the pastor, three more months. Is it, is it okay? So they, I'm, I'm alright. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that you have been hearing and receiving, people are now seeing the importance of these things and are saying, three more months, more, see the people. Let people are important. They are very important to do the work of God. And it is interesting that rather, we who have rather developed a lay people. You said that some of the lay people now want to spoil uh, what is the lay ministry and twist it into something else. Hey! Hey! Uh, people have looked at what we are doing and are trying to learn from it. And then we have within us lay people rather who are trying to twist the thing. Yeah. When you work somewhere and you're also working in the church, your eyes, it is. The eyes, the eyes will not be on the tide. (laughs) 
Now, the next number, whatever you have, the next purpose of disloyal people is to fight with the man of God. In Luke chapter 20, the Bible says, Then he began to speak to the people this parable. A certain man planted a vineyard and let it forth to husbandmen and went into a far country. At the season, he sent a servant to the husbandmen that they should give him the fruit of the vineyard. But the husbandmen beat him. <laughs> the husbandmen beat him. Instead of me enjoying the fruits of the field that I have set up and I've traveled on a long journey and I've sent somebody there to enjoy the fruit, people now begin to fight the person who has been sent there. So, your response, if you are a good person, to a man of God and to the bishops, the general overseers, the general superintendent, must not be to beat them. Beating them means to fight them. They beat him. So, instead of fighting with me at this stage of your life, rather cooperate and join me and become... Well, let me be a calming person. When you are becoming like a bear, I said, brother, it's true that we said we are bears, we are being whatever and so on. And I, we said that we are smashing and so on, but take your time. I said, Bishop, please, this one is, you just leave it, but with all due respect. You see, like Pastor Robert, he knelt down. He said, with all due respect, leave this man for us. Leave him for us. Sort it. Don't answer. Don't answer this. Leave, let me sort him out. That's what we want from children. Yeah. I want to say that um, when, when this pastor came, when this pastor came for the, uh, to the meeting and was talking about the orangus in his church and so on, he said the other day Bishop Doug told me to hand over the church to him for three months to. To, to, to cleanse the church. But when I look at Bishop Dark, the way he is fierce, when he comes into the church, the church will finish. <laughs> the, sun, the sun is worse. The sun is worse. <laughs> Because, because I love him. And I, I hate that when I see the people fighting him, when I preach the Sunday, you see people with an attitude going in and out of the church, funny, and they are like main people there. And I say, no. I will take them on even whilst I'm preaching. One day I went to a certain church, a similar situation. I did, the choir leader walked out. Where I said, look at this man, walking out. When This is what you should be here to listen I'll take you on square. That church, nobody is my friend except, except the uh, pastor of the church. Yeah, nobody is my friend except the pastor. You see, when you are a son, the people must see you as worse. It's better to deal with that person. These people are too some way. Yeah. It's true. 
you must be faster, rapid, have an attitude, learn. You will be blessed for that. And one day God will give you children. Those of you who don't behave as good children, remember, either biological or spiritual, they will grow up and give you your attitude times hundreds. You'll be surprised. So, beating of pastor, fighting of someone whom you should not fight. Again, I shared with you yesterday, the devil's aim is to make us fight. Number nine. To treat dishonorably. The Bible says in verse 11, he sent another servant and they beat him also. But this time, in addition, they entreated him shamefully. Again, an aim of a disloyal because these people were taking over the farm. They were taking over the farm. And yet, by false accusations, like Zacchaeus was doing. And they beat him, and on another occasion, they treated him shamefully. And you don't have to let your father or the owner of the farm be embarrassed in any way. When you see you should be embarrassed, don't be embarrassed in my presence. Can you, I'm reading the Bible to you. They entreated him shamefully. They didn't just beat him. Believe the literal words of the Bible. The first one, they beat him. The second one, they beat him and they stripped him. They treated him shamefully. He was now disgraced. And then number 11. These are all purposes of disloyal people. Number 10. To send the man of God away empty-handed. No benefits. He sent again another servant. They beat him also and entreated him shamefully in verse 11 of Luke 20 and sent him away empty. Huh? No offering. And you see characteristic certain places. They will not even remember you Galatians 6.6. So I appreciate you as your pastor. Meanwhile, you are always listening to the messages. But go away empty-handed. You see, it's the opposite of a lawyer. You see, the disloyal person makes pastors or people who have loved you go away empty-handed. That's how a disloyal person is. This is a classic quintessential disloyal person. Who are, you are somebody who has a farm. You've taken over the farm. When he sends people, you beat them. You beat them shapefully. And he cannot get anything when he's going. And, 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 and you must grow up even as a pastor not to expect anything. You don't expect anything anymore. You don't expect anything. Why should I come to Switzerland to look for help to do healing Jesus crusade and I go away empty? Huh? I just go away empty. So empty that I would even decide I won't go there to where I ask for anything because the last time I, I came empty handed. It's true. I'm, I'm just showing you what is in the Bible exactly 200%. They beat him. You may not be the person. That's why each one is a different point. 
You may beat him, you may not beat him. Treated, embarrassed, you make him feel disgrace. Sometimes you go to a place, you feel embarrassed. And then you let the person go just free like that. It's like, <laughs> go away. Huh? Is it nice? It's fine or you no know fine? No fine. I can't myself give it. Not that give me money, give me money to buy trousers. Even if it was done. I said, not that give me money to buy, give me money to go and do crusade. Do you think Pastor Steve, where is Bishop Steve? He is a, he's a chartered accountant. Chartered. He was a manager of Merchant Bank. In fact, he had been sent to Kumasi to be there. I'm sure the manager or the head of the bank there or whatever. And he used to be, as a layperson, he was always doing our accounts, paying us and all that for years. As a layman. Do you think that he would have decided to come and be in the ministry, leave the bank, leave everything, if he had seen that these are useless, corrupt, liars, thieves, and so on, that he would leave a secure thing like Merchant Bank of Ghana at a very high level. He was not just an ordinary person in the bank. In those days, in those days, there were no banks, a lot of banks like we have even now. He was the one paying us. Paying social security, doing this, doing everything, doing accounts, everything. In fact, we have more than one person who has joined the church because they happen to be working on our accounts. And when they look at the accounts, they say, oh, these people are doing the right thing. Do you think such people would have even come to be in the ministry? Rather, when I come to you, I feel shameful. And I go away with nothing. You feel beaten. Disgraced. What do you think? No fine. All right. Thank you, my dear bishop. 